Innovation happens in the blink of an eye. And to understand the implications, you need a credible source that helps to make sense of it all. Stay up to date on the most pressing innovation issues shaping the world today by subscribing to Better Innovation, a podcast featuring top management strategists, policymakers, and leading innovation thought leaders from across the globe. Going into its sixth season, Better Innovation, hosted by Jeff Saviano, a global innovation leader with EY, delves into how innovative technologies like blockchain, artificial intelligence, digital currencies, and the promise of Web 3.0 are transforming the global landscape. Featuring elite guests like Jeremy Allaire, CEO of Circle Financial, authors Whitney Johnson and Rita McGrath, former U.S. Cabinet member Andrew Card, and a number of leading MIT scientists. Subscribe today and hear more from these distinguished guests. Subscribe to Better Innovation on your favorite podcast platform. G'day everyone, Lauren Kress, the business scientist here. And as I promised last week, today we're talking about cold emailing and cold messaging. And what I mean by that is like that first message or that first email that you send to someone who most likely doesn't know who you are. Now, there are loads of videos and podcasts out there about lead generation and cold emailing. I'm not going to do the same thing that a lot of people do here. just want to say that up front in case you're like, oh, another video or another podcast about this. There are some awesome interviews I've done with people about this. I would highly recommend checking out the interview I did with Liam Redmond where we talk about outbound sales and outbound marketing. He gives some fantastic tips specifically related to LinkedIn, but also we talk a little bit about email as well. The other interview that I highly recommend checking out, particularly if you're in B2B sales, is my interview with Peter Strockorp. Peter is a B2B sales and marketing expert, and it's on the podcast. Both of these are on the podcast as well if you're listening. So I want to focus particularly on all of the things that you need to get in line to make sure that you make the most out of every opportunity when you're reaching out to someone new. So the first big thing is we actually need to make sure that your content is right first. So we need to look at like, what's the social proof that you have? If you don't have social proof, you might want to look at how can you leverage existing relationships with clients who are getting other things from you if, say, you're launching a new product and being like, hey, do you want to try out this product? I can offer it to you for a discounted rate or I can offer it to you for free depending on what it is. If you're like completely new and you have no clients, then you might want to look at doing a bit of pro bono work. That's what I did when I wanted to get into the nonprofit space. I actually looked at how do I do pro bono work. I did a bit of pro bono work and that client became quite a big client of mine um, just from doing pro bono work with them as well. So it absolutely works. So that's the first kind of hurdle is you need that social proof. The second thing is you need to be really, really clear about what exactly you're selling and who you're selling it for. But So we've talked about empathy mapping before, and I've also done a whole series about minimum viable products and how to create minimum viable products that are going to best serve your market. So we're not going to revisit that here in this episode, what we're going to talk about today is like, how do you leverage those assets? So, okay, you've got your social proof. You've got an idea of your product. You know that your product's viable. You know that people are raving about it and you can share that with people. Awesome. All right. So once you have those things, how do you go out to strangers and say, hey, check out what I've been doing? Because they don't know you from a bar of soap, right? And I see a lot of people do this. They kind of go like, 
hey, you don't know me from a bar of soap, but I think you'd really like this thing. And we're just like, oh God, please, no, I don't want to hear from you. Please leave me alone. And it's very unlikely that people are going to want to engage with that. So what we want to do instead is fall back on the thing that I've said before is you want to be building curiosity. How do you build curiosity? Well, one way that you can do it is in your email, you can look at, instead of being like, hey, check out what I'm doing, you can actually be like, hey, I'm going to get super curious about this person and I'm going to tell them how curious I am about what they do and focus on that instead. So I always say like, one, this needs to be genuine and two, you can't be just doing it to get that return. I talk about it all the time. So that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying like law of reciprocity, like, you know, just aggressively give to people or anything like that. But when you're genuinely curious about people, they're more likely to be genuinely genuinely curious about you as well. So it could be a simple matter of sending a few emails out to people who go, oh, I'd really love to work with this person. Write down a list of like 20 people who you're like, I'd love to work with them. I can really see how our service would benefit them. And then look at constructing an email where you can say like, Hey, I've been checking out what you're doing. I love that you're doing this. Thought this was great. I wanted to reach out to you because I've been doing some work in this space as well. And I wanted to see if there were ways that we could potentially collaborate. So there you kind of, it's a very soft sell. You're kind of going like, hey, I'm not saying you should buy from me. I just think there might be ways that we could work together. Can we have a conversation? Another thing that you could do, and I think this is probably one of the most effective things you can do, and it's also the thing that a lot of people aren't talking about, is go and look at partnership opportunities. So who are other people who are selling in your space? Who are other people that are offering different components of what you do? How can you reach out to them? So what I do is I reach out and say like, hey, I saw that you do video marketing. That's awesome. I'm doing interviewing. I'd love to sit down and have a virtual cup of coffee with you and talk about what we can do together. That works most of the time. People are curious. People are like, okay, cool. Like, what does this involve? But then the other thing is I follow through with that. So I'm not following through with like this cold sales kind of like, oh, hey, now I got you on the phone. I'm going to try to convert you into a customer. No, I'm like, hey, that's really cool what you're doing. Tell me more about it. Let's have a conversation. And I know that when I have conversations like that, it leads to sales, but I'm not doing it in that really kind of like aggressive sales way. I'm kind of doing it more as in like, I want to have a conversation with you. Now that might not be your style and that's fine, but For cold emailing and outbound messaging, what I found is it's much better to look at how can you help someone, how can you talk about them and how can you focus on what they need and what they want rather than approaching them from the perspective of I need you to buy my thing, I need you to follow my podcast, I need you to subscribe to my email newsletter. Lots of people are sending stuff out like that and really, I mean, yes, if you did heaps of it, it might work a little bit, but like I was saying last week, is that really the clients that you want? Is that really the audience you want to be building? I really truly believe for us in the B2B space, it's a matter of having five or six quality conversations every day. And those conversations could be two minutes in a message, or it could be a phone call, or it could be an email. But the big thing is, is do your research. So do your research, go to that person, show them what you're doing, make it really easy for them to, if they click on your website, they're going to see your social proof. If they click on your LinkedIn profile, they're going to see what you do. They're going to see 
raving testimonials. They're going to be excited about your profile landing page. I've done a whole episode on LinkedIn marketing. So if you're interested in finding out more about setting up your profile the right way as well, you can go check that out as well. To help you with this, what I've gone and done is put together a few different templates that you can use and download and copy to send them out on LinkedIn or send them out via email to start getting those introductions to those people who you want to meet. Other big key thing to remember is that don't reach out to people who you don't think would be interested in what you're doing. We've covered things like empathy mapping. We've been talking about who those clients are. Now it's time to actually reach out to them and make sure that they're people that are likely to be a good fit as well. Next week, we're going to be looking at how to nurture prospects. So once you actually have people and you've made connections and you've done those introductions, how do you actually make sure that you're building that relationship and moving that towards a sale? Until next time, remember that sharing your talents with the world will make it a better place.